you go out into the world and you almost like resist change and you're scared of it hold your brakes right there give us 45 minutes we'll be out with a dance routine so many times we're blaming ourselves or blaming other people for having to kind of fill a different role in each other's life thing if someone comes at you and they're like you've changed you'll be like yeah i have you know I'm, I'm okay with that i'm working through that i'm just ready for a new era Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Huga Girls podcast. I hope you're having an amazing holiday season. I can't believe that Christmas is literally right around the corner. I think this is our last episode technically before it's Christmas time. So if you do celebrate, I hope you have an amazing Christmas and just overall a very relaxing winter. Um, it's just me today. Maddie did an amazing solo episode last week and today it's me, Emma, on the mic. We figured that it would be great before the end of the year since we hadn't done solos in so long to kind of have our own moment to talk about something that's very personally relevant to us and also just in full transparency our schedules are so crazy if you don't know Maddie and I are long distance best friends like very long distance best friends she lives in Denver Colorado and I live in Charleston South Carolina so sometimes you know life just really gets in the way but we love the podcast and we love a chance to talk to you guys every single week as much as we can make it happen so thank you for joining today and I know when we do solos we don't do our segment no show I'll tell because we do a show and tell with each other so and it's just one of us it doesn't make that much sense but I did want to tell you guys about this business I discovered in California just because I love it so much and they me and my co-workers I was out in California for a business trip and me and my co-workers got lured into this beautiful place that smelled so good I was like guys we have to go in there it just smelled amazing it was like a wellness store and I believe it's pronounced sage but it's spelled s-a-j-e and it's in Malibu California is their storefront all the other stores are in Canada. So I stumbled upon the one US one and there was this wonderful sales associate named Jane who really was like the wellness girl, like what you imagine like a wellness grandma to be like. Like she was so sweet and she's like, let me rub peppermint on you, all this stuff, which sounds silly at first, but seriously, we all walked out of there of something because they had all these really cool products. So if you're any if you're any into things like oils or body butters or just kind of that holistic healthcare stuff, I would definitely recommend checking out. I have my little box right here, my little bag. You know, I love to do ASMR. If you've listened before, um, I'm going to open up what I got for my mom. I got myself a stress relief kit because, you know, your girl needs it. And it came with like a a rub, an inhale thing, and then a little ring that's meant for almost like a fidget toy. So I got myself the stress relief one. And then I got for my mom, opening it up. just since it's Christmas time, I got her something called, or the kit that was called Dreamy Nights. It's a restful routine kit. It comes with a mist, oil blend, and body butter, and I'm really excited to give this to her, and we were literally trying all of them in there, and this is the one I landed on for my mom, but just figure, since we're not doing a segment, I'll say, like, something I'm loving right now. I've been loving my my little stress relief kit, and I'm sure they have a Oh, their Instagram, I actually see it on the box right now, is Sage Wellness, but again, Sage spelled with a J instead of a G. So there's my little product recap of the day, Um, but today I wanted to talk about why changing isn't a crime, because I feel like this is something in post-grad that's been really, I guess, influential, like the concept of the fact that like change is okay, because it doesn't always feel like it is. It always seems really scary. You know, you graduate high school, you go to college, you graduate college, you go out into the world and you almost like resist change and you're scared of it. And I really want to talk about 
change in terms of friendships, not just changes in like, oh, I moved to a new city, which is of course a huge change as well, but kind of change in the concept of like how it pertains to people in your life and your relationships because I feel like so much so many times we're blaming ourselves or blaming other people for having to kind of fill a different role in each other's life. And I touched on this in Maddie and I's last episode that we did together. And it's this lady who does this advice column called Hello Haze. It's like a TikTok advice column. She answers it via like TikTok videos. I'm sure she has a blog and I think she just came out with a podcast as well. So I want to give her all the credit for this little theory that she has. It's called the six besties theory. But the reason this resonated with me so much is she just kind of breaks down the fact that people in your life have different categories that they fit into. And I feel like this has just been kind of a it's kind of relieved me of some stress I feel with friendships. You know those people that you love so much, but you just haven't talked to in six months or even a year or maybe two years? Like, you wouldn't even really consider them a friend anymore, but if you, you know, they happen to be in your town, you'd love to see them. And it's interesting because I felt bad. I, You know, you feel guilty for losing friendships that, you, you know, nothing happened or died out, or maybe something did happen and it died out. But The six besties theory, I kind of want to go through the different categories that she has. I go through the six because on the last episode where I touched on this, I didn't go into the six and just use it in the context of how people are going to go in and out of these categories. So if you have a friend named Sarah, Sarah's not always going to be in just one category more than likely. And the whole point of tying this back to change is how that's okay. And you don't have to feel pressure for Sarah to always be your number one best friend when Sarah went to a different college than you and you guys don't have a day-to-day relationship anymore. She can still be a best friend, but just in a different way. Go, Sarah. Okay, so we're going to go into the six besties. The first one I think is the funniest. It's called the dead body bestie, and this is not a friend who has passed away. This is a friend that you call when you've really messed up. It's the friend that would help you cover or hide a dead body. You know, as they say, they're like, who would you call if you had to hide a dead body? So they won't judge you. They'll just help you. And you know that person in the back of your mind. There's some friends that may be your very best friend, but you're like, oh, they would they would give me a lecture if I told them what I just did. So your dead body bestie is someone that you can really tell anything and they won't judge you and they will genuinely try to help you. The Second bestie is the good time bestie. So this is the friend that you just go to for a really fun night out. That friend you text, you're like, what you doing tonight? Like maybe they don't sleep over at your house or go to your family vacation, but you know they live near you and then they're going to be down to have a good time and really no other strings attached to it. The third bestie is the work bestie. So this is pretty self-explanatory. Probably the easiest one is just a friend that you connect with in your workplace and that's about it. Like that person serves a really important part of your life because if you are working in person full time and I even work remote and I would consider like I have a work bestie, like someone I get along with really well at work and even over Slack, it helps me have a better experience. And I'm sure if you go to work in person, you have that one person and when they don't show up or they're out sick or they're on vacation, you're like, damn it, I miss my work bestie. So that's category number three. Number four is the seasonal bestie. So this is a friend who is in a is in a similar life stage to you. So maybe you're a new mom and it's another new mom. Maybe you're a recent grad and they're a recent grad, or maybe you just got out of a really bad relationship and so did they. I feel like so many of my friends have bonded sadly over crappy boys, but they're like, oh my god, like I had that happen too, or I, you know, I also had a guy cheat on me, which is obviously not the season we any of us would like to be in, but it really does connect you to someone. So if you know, someone's training for a marathon and you're doing that too. Like these are people that you really relate to over a specific thing and you guys 
build your friendship kind of around that facet. Number five is the OG bestie. So this is Maddie to me. Like this is me and Maddie to each other. It's a childhood friend who's known you for a very long time and knows your past very well. Maddie and I literally, our moms forced us to be friends when we were like one years old and now we're 23 and we are now electing to be friends, but we literally know as much about each other as we can. And it's really, it's not even that we know each other today. She knows who I was in elementary school and middle school and high school as well, which is just a really cool bond to have with someone. So Maddie will always be my OG bestie and I'll always be hers and I will always know her deep dark middle school secrets and she will always know mine. Seen them through the absolute worst. Oh, and what's crazy is I'm really glad social media, let's say this, didn't exist before it did because by the time it was really prevalent, we were pretty much late middle school, early high school. So we kind of got a head on our shoulders and had time to like grow up outside of social media. And even when we were posting cringy stuff, like it just wasn't the world that it is today. And I see my younger cousins and just people in, I guess, the next generation that get phones when they're 10 years old and not just have phones, but they're really using social media. I think that's the difference. Like I had a phone when I was 12, but I there was nothing to really do on it. I was really just taking pictures and editing videos, which is funny because now I, you know, edit videos for a living a lot of times in my job and personal life. But me and Maddie had some cringy ass shit, for lack of better words, out there. And there's like very old home videos that are just hard to find now, which I do wish we had them, but I'm just glad they're not online. But we've asked our mom, we, we used to do shows every single time we hung out. Every, like if we saw each other for an hour, if she was just passing by my city, we used to live like two hours apart, not 2000 miles apart. So if she was ever just passing by, there was always at least a mini show. We're like, guys, hold hold your brakes right there give us 45 minutes we'll be out with a dance routine and of course if there was a longer stint the show was even longer so our mom got our moms got the pleasure of viewing that every single time but again very og bestie vibes and then the last one is your north star bestie so this is a friend that you feel very soulfully connected to and fully understood by someone that you probably want to go cry to or if you're going through something really difficult, like they're going to sit with you and they're just going to get how they're going to get how your mind's working because their mind is maybe working the same way or you guys just have that connection to where you're very similar or just very connected. And this is probably someone that you live nearby or you see kind of often because I, I think transitioning into the topic of change your North Star bestie is going to change a lot because you're not going to have the same access to your high school friend or your college best friend you know north star bestie as you do maybe in your next stage of life when you're around new people so this is gonna ebb and flow as we like to say on the podcast i feel like we say ebb and flow all the time but it seriously is and i think i've gotten into some quote-unquote trouble with a couple of my friends because they're expecting me to continue to be their north star bestie even though my life has kind of moved in a different direction or frankly we just like don't live near each other that's the biggest thing is just the distance and I think what's so interesting about post-grad is the older you get it just takes way more effort to make meaningful connections because you don't have as many built-in opportunities to see your friends every day like if you're or in high school, obviously you're going to see your friends all the time. If you're in college, you are kind of in the same environment. You live near the same campus. You have similar social events. Maybe you're in the same sorority, things like that, that it just, 
your environment every day is kind of set up to see your friends and you probably have so many best friends versus afterwards you it's really so much more of an effort everyone's on a different schedule people have different priorities people are traveling different work-life balance things like that frankly it just gets really difficult to balance all of this which is why i love the six besties theory because it kind of gives you space for people to fit into different categories at different times like you don't have to have every single one of your friends in a north star bestie category maybe they're just your seasonal bestie or maybe they're your good time bestie and that's completely okay and if anything it's not just okay it's preferred because you physically cannot keep up with everyone fitting in your most top tier friend and it's really not about one tier being better than the other it's the fact that all of them work together to kind of create your friend circle and this can obviously be true for romantic relationships too things are going to go in and out of your life and I think it's important. I found myself feeling bad about friends I feel like I'm maybe letting down or friends that I think are maybe letting me down. But I kind of came to this realization, like if I have to say no to something, if I can't go to something, if I can't commit to travel two hours for a friend's birthday party or just go to dinner tonight or something, I would never want someone to take that personally. Maybe they're like, oh, you know, I hate that Emma can't come, but that's completely normal. And it's different than them being like, oh, well, Emma's not a committed friend. You you hear how that verbiage changed. Oh, Emma's not, she doesn't care about me. She's not a committed friend. And I'm like, no, I just there's there's priorities that have to be taken account of and obviously you know you know what a bad friend looks like if someone's glaring in your face judging you being awful blowing you off like that you know that's a bad friend and kick them out of the six besties altogether but again allow people to just exist in their space like your work bestie you don't have to see out of work and that doesn't mean that you don't care about each other in the workplace you know so i I'm really trying to relieve myself of the pressure I feel for every single person to be an absolute best friend and say yes to everyone and make time for everyone. And also, I would love for people to do the same for me too. I've had a couple of friend instances where I feel like I get a text. It's like, you don't talk to me or, oh, you were in town. And this is really what it is. It's like, if I go home, it's like, oh, you were in town. Like, you didn't see me. And I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I, I had a family birthday or something like that and it just gets really hard because you truly never like I feel this anxiety about not letting people down but it's kind of sucks when I feel like I can't text a friend be like oh maybe I'll be able to see you because then if I end up if it ends up being a no you know I want to text a friend and be like I'm going to be in town maybe let's try to make something work and then if something doesn't work I feel like they're mad at me and that's just a shitty feeling because I'm like I, I wanted to reach out and try but maybe our work schedules don't line up or the night that you're free I'm not free and vice versa and sorry it's just not going to work this time but then I, I have this guilt about oh, you know I, I'm trying and it's not it's not following through but again just you're in control of the grace you give yourself and also other people and hopefully that will get you grace back in terms of how your friends also interact with you because I think it's really important. I know I've changed in a lot of ways post-grad and you hear this quote like you've changed and it's very negative connotation like you've changed and I and I feel like I'm very much the same like silly person that I I've always been like my personality I wouldn't say has changed that much but you know my priorities have and I feel like I'm a little bit more of a you know, smaller social battery girl just as I'm working full-time, like, that's exhausting, and I feel like I'm not wanting to engage in, like, petty drama as much, not that I ever was, like, 
drama queen, but I feel like when you're in high school or even college, like things are just a little bit chattier. And now I feel a little bit more resistant to people telling like crazy stories where they're just being irresponsible. I'm finding myself being more of the mom friend that's like, I don't know if you should be doing that. Like, I'm probably not the dead body friend because I might give a little bit too much of honesty. But again, you know, we're adults and our our friends deserve honesty as well, too. But I think hearing you've changed is a lot of times just taken so negatively and you, you're not going to change overnight. But over time, you definitely do. You can't help it because things in your life are changing as well. So it's just important for that not to be a bad thing. If someone comes at you and they're like, you've changed, you'd be like, yeah, I have. And, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm working through that. And I'm just ready for my, my next stage of life, my new era, as Taylor would call it. But yeah, it change really is okay. Don't let people feel bad or make you feel bad for kind of entering into a knife a new life stage because you really can't even help it like I if I wanted to stay in the same person I couldn't because you know I, I graduated college and I had to get a job and all these things that kind of life forces you into are also going to force some change behind that and I have a full group of new friends down here that I didn't even know a year ago which is so amazing like they're not OG besties because they don't know my past and it, it is so funny to hear like you just learn things about your like these people that I spend time with every day, I still learn things about them that were like really important things in their life. And it's just funny. I didn't know that, but I'm like, it's because they're not an OG bestie. Like I didn't see them through that stage of life. And I'm like, oh my God, like you were like my roommate. I was like, you were a bus driver in college. She like drove a bus. Like, I'm like, that's just a funny thing. I didn't know about you. And at one point in her life, that was probably like her personality trait is like, I'm a bus driver in college. I was like, that's so funny. So just allow friends to fit into different categories. If friends phase out, you don't have to hold all of them up. And sometimes I felt like, oh my gosh, I haven't texted them in forever. And then I think they haven't texted me and not in a bad way. But I'm like, wait, I, if they, you know, it's kind of both of us are phasing out at the same time is what I'm trying to get to. I haven't texted them, but it's not like they've been knocking on my door, begging me for them to talk to you either. It's just kind of naturally phased out and that's okay. And it's always good. You know, if you're thinking about someone, always good to shoot them a text, especially even sitting here talking on the podcast. Like there's names that are popping in my head about different friends that I fit into different categories. And I think it's always good to shoot them a text, check on how they're doing, but with the understanding that you don't have to get back to where you guys started and you can literally love them so much and send them on their way in life and they can do the same to you and you can just always be kind of in the background rooting for each other or maybe you are the dead body friend and one day you'll get a call that they really need your help uh, covering up something crazy that they did or just to tell a crazy story they don't want you to feel judged. So those are the six besties. That is change and change is not a crime was the whole point of it. We sometimes are made to feel so bad about change by other people, by ourselves, and just realize it's going to naturally happen. So leaning into it as much as you can and leaning into your friendships that are changing and fitting into different categories and constantly moving around because it'll happen for the rest of your life. So it's better to just accept it and understand it, which is I just love hearing like things laid out in a nice like six besties way. And yeah, that that's the episode today. I hope you guys really enjoyed listening make sure to follow us over on instagram my personal instagram is at emma roof it's emma with two a's and then roof like rooftop it'll be in the description below and then also follow our hookah girls podcast instagram it's 
at H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And we'll be back next Monday with one more episode for you guys for the new year, rounding out season six as well. And then we will be back for season seven very shortly. We haven't yet decided on a date, but we should know by next episode and let you guys know when we're coming back. But we hope you guys have an amazing holiday season. We'll catch you next Monday. And until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay hookah. Bye.